Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, third stooge. You are the third stooge on the show. Man, look at you. You're going to be a VIP at Guards Fest. Look at and, and, and Slow down on the VIP. Oh, you'll be. It's Brian I, Anderson, in case you didn't know who he was. Okay. Yeah, I think Paul Ossenmacher. Yes. Two lefties coming out of the pen in that 97 run. Right. Charlie Nagy, starter on that staff, and Sudden Sam. That's not a bad group. No, not at all. Not at all. Bro, what happened to us? I'm looking at all the gray in that beard right now. Oh, I'm shocked. Listen, when I grow the the beard out or Mm -hmm. attempt to grow the beard out, there's a there's that struggle. The first couple of days, not so bad. You've got the five o'clock shadow. Then you start to build the beard, and there's about a week, week and a half where it looks like hot garbage. And then once you get past that, now you've got something you can mold and form. And and if you cut it correctly, 
then you can have a nice-looking beard. The problem is, you're not kidding. With all the grays in this baby, I don't know if it's going to make it till tomorrow. It's a good cut, though. I mean, is that professional or is that you? No, no, that's me. Meticulous. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And trust me, there are times where I will, uh, you know, shave the beard in the mirror, uh, right. in, you know, in front of the, uh, the sink in the bathroom, and then get out to the car, the truck, and look at it and say, there is just a, something a little bit off. I mean, I like things to be, you know. You, you look- in, and, all, and I've got to, I keep a razor in the car just to. Wow. To make that really? extra little, you look yeah. Hemingway you, distinguished. Well, maybe I need to keep the beard for tomorrow. There you go. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think I might have to. All right, so I think I'm going to show you a picture of the beard I think you should go for here because you're very, very close. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling I think you need to go Iron Man. You're pretty close, <laughs> right? Oh, I cannot good. pull yeah. that off. Oh, yeah. come no, on. You that's know just what? all about no. off anyway. if you If you have to go to that beard right there, then you got to color it. Then oh, you that's have true. to. Yeah, you you can't have... A salt and pepper Iron Man beard. And the thing is, here's Although the, I got to tell you, Tony Stark there's got some pepper on the side. Light. Yeah, that, light that's, pepper, that yeah. right there is has been probably a week, week and a half before that was colored. And then you're starting to get a little bit of the white showing. But this is yeah, what I'll tell you. It's a lot of work. You know how when they, have you ever used the the, the color, hair color, beard, you know, you know, that stuff? No. Uh, they may have used some type of <laughs> shampoo. I was told it was a type of shampoo no, early well, on. Yes. I've used it. I, I've actually yes. used it. I, never realized. I, I don't have the need. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I don't have any hair either. Yeah, this is bold as a baby's I can't grow it on right my now. face either, though, right? No. no? Well, oh, you, no. You know what? Then it's you're... terrible, man. I'm, I'm, I'm patchy. I'm trying to remember. Patchy. I don't, uh, oh, it's I don't ever remember you with a full head of hair, though. I oh, I did. When yeah, did you start shaving your head? Uh, you know when I started shaving my head? 2008, <laughs> I'm on the raise. You know, I'm, I'm attempting right. to play again. That doesn't right. work out. The elbow blows. Now I'm on the coaching staff. And, uh, you know, had done a handful of games that, that season in the broadcast booth, like six games. But my primary uh, responsibility was assistant pitching coach. And the Rays were making their run through the playoffs, and the Ray Hawk became a thing. Everybody on the team shaved mohawks. And the fans got into it. And they were coloring them blue. I mean, it became a thing. So the coaching staff, there were a few of us that said, hey, we'll go along with it too. Problem is... My Ray Hawk, my, my hair was already starting to thin a little bit. It just didn't have that girthy strength to it like yours does, Andy. Yes. And so my, my Ray Hawk was <laughs> not only girthy getting the, strength. Wait, yeah. is, is it on straight? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's exactly, it looks like a helmet, no doubt. Yeah, it's, I got too much going on. But so not only Sorry, was my guys, Ray Hawk pretty wow. feeble as far as the hair goes, yes. but about halfway back, I had a crosswalk in my Ray Hawk. Across where there was nothing, <laughs> my Rayhawk had literally a crosswalk through it, and so that season ends. And now, you know, I'm in my mid 30s, mid late 30s at that point, I guess. And now we're going to come back up to Ohio uh, and father two children up here in, in the off season yes. as a responsible, you know, a parent. <laughs> yes, with a mohawk <laughs> that looked as bad as mine. I said, yeah, I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to wait to grow out the sides yeah. to match it. So I'll just shave it. And we'll grow it out from there. Well, I shaved it with like a two guard. And I'm like, Uh-oh. huh, my head, it looks like maybe it could handle being bald. And so let's just say that the two yeah. guard became a one guard, became yeah. balding clippers. And now every other morning I wake up with a straight edge and shave it against the grain so it's smooth. And uh, we try, go with that. It's easy. Trying to find the hair picture. Do we actually want to? What do we got here? You want to do a little NFL here or not? How do you want to do this? Because yeah, in, I mean, we can do we do a little wild card here. All right, let's want. do this. Let's do some football, then we'll get back to baseball too, because we wanted to do some football here and talk about the playoffs. Why are we talking baseball? I know Guards Fest <laughs> is tomorrow. Guards, I get I mean, it, but this here. is the best NFL weekend okay. of the season.
of the season. Well, I mean, better than the Super Bowl, you know, AFC, NFC Championship. Sometimes that can, but but you're talking two games Saturday, two games Sunday. You've got some marquee matchups. Yeah, that's what we should be beating up. All right, we're just making sure. Especially when your mic's on, it works all right, kids, so we've got – oh, yeah, coming from you. Yes. Yeah, Baskin versus microphone is okay. the biggest battle that takes place every day on this okay, show. Okay, yeah. It might be, uh, uh, might be BA versus headset today, <laughs> <laughs> whatever these things wow. are. All right, so let's split this into two and two, and in that way we make sure we cover everything. So we'll start on Saturday with Jacksonville versus Kansas City. I, I think this game's got blowout feel to it. I just Patrick Mahomes is so damn good, and the Kansas City Chiefs have been trying to figure this out, even though the plucky Jacksonville Jaguars have made things a little bit more enjoyable. Where do you boys sit on this game? We'll start with Jeff. I would love to see Jacksonville give them a game, and I would think the Chiefs just have their way with them. I don't. I, 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 I just do. I, and I can't see Jacksonville coming back and you know being down twenty-seven and coming back to win. I, I just think. Oh, well, they're not, that's not happening. Exactly. That's, I, I, I just think a, Kansas City wipes the field with them. Andy Reid coming off a bye. It's, I mean, there's you know, a track record ready. there with a much better team. Yep. I mean, certainly Jaguars are plucky, and what they did last weekend was absolutely fantastic. Was silly, wasn't for it? For the BA? ages. Was uh, awesome. You know what? It was funny too because twenty-seven nothing, and they punched that touchdown in right before halftime, and I thought. You could make that it was, interesting. Yeah, that was Never a, in a million years I think they were coming back yeah, to win. That was a funny little touchdown late because it put that thought in your it head. It was. And yep. then all of a sudden when it got to you know the next touchdown, yeah. you're like, okay, this could get really weird. Again, never thinking about that end result. But I think you're right. I'm. That's one of those games where you're praying and hoping that it's meaningful going into the fourth quarter. That it's still a game going into the yeah. fourth quarter uh, because it does feel like it could be yep. a, a, a washout. Yeah, I'm all about Kansas City in this game. I think this thing is going to be a blowout, but I got to tell you, there's a part of me that's rooting for Jacksonville because of the mess of last year with Urban Meyer and how, what a disaster that was. And it's weird to be from Northeast Ohio, I guess, if you think about it, because you normally don't not like your guys that are from here when they make it big. But I mean, I, Urban left such a sour taste there last year that. You're sitting there, you're kind of like, man, you know, Doug Peterson, you know, Jackson, but look what they were able to do. And I think it gives you hope as a Browns fan that anything can happen, even if you are smart enough to figure out the right course. Because I got to tell you, I was I was happy for their owner when they won. And you could see the you could see the smile on his face. That said, it's all Kansas City. I don't think there's any way Jacksonville's winning. You know, and here's the other thing I always think of. You know, we you like the upset. You, right. You like the, the underdog winning. But that kills your next week's matchups. Yeah, and I, that's that. So, that's so give exactly me a it. good game, yep. but let the better team win, so we get the two best at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, it's got to be Kansas City and the winner. Of, you know, of, of Buffalo. We got to go to Atlanta. Right? We have no, to go to. Atlanta. We oh, no, no, no. How about no, no. fifty thousand pre-sold on that? Uh, how about the fact that they're doing soccer style? You're going to have Bills fans on one side of the stadium, and you're going to have Bengals fans on the uh, other side. If they do meet up, not Bengals, right? Uh, Bills Chiefs. They're going to do it so that the fans are split one That's side awesome. to the but other. But how do they that know? Would be, uh, how do they I know? Don't, if you I buy the know. ticket, on, oh, oh, sorry. That's what they're claiming. You're wearing uh, Kansas City. you got to go to the other side. That's not going to. And what like they, are they going to have teachers standing in between going, uh, visitor sections over there. Geneva's sitting on this side. Leave room for the Holy Spirit. Yes. We've only talked one I game so far, I know it works for soccer. Apparently, they're trying it with American football, too. Maybe they'll put a moat in, too. Keep going. <laughs> well, we'll toss this in on a tail end for the Chiefs. Head coach Andy Reid asked today his thoughts about playing the game next season in Germany. He responded with, quote, I look forward to eating a bratwurst. You think he's going to stay just a one? I, 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 a handful of bratwurst. <laughs> I think it's like one a day on that kind of thing.
All right, boys. I don't want to get into another one because we got to get. To I break. don't either. Let's so do. Let's, let's do more football. Yeah, we'll keep rolling back, back into this. Right. Again, because Brian Anderson once hosted Browns Red Zone, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yep. Was it called Browns Red Zone at the time? I don't even know. Was that the name of the show? I think it was. It was you and Andre, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Well, there's... that was one of those things too. When they when they asked me to do it, my initial thought was, why would I do a, a Browns show? I mean, I'm a I'm a baseball guy, but we were able to keep it somewhat. Light and kind of. I don't know if you've noticed it, but the you, you have the gift of gab. You've had it since probably but this prenatal. Is but this is what I'll also tell you. Yes. It was one and done. So it must not have gone over. I know. We still like your bronze takes here. All right. Brian Anderson in studio. We roll on. Baskin and Phelps. Anyways, we get set. We're less than 30 days and the pitchers and catchers, too. First little break. Yeah, Bubba. What do you got, big guy? All right, gentlemen. Before we get back into rapid fire, uh, this is Mike Garofolo, NFL Network. The Jets put in a request to speak to Browns offensive lineman Bill Callahan for their offensive coordinator job recently, sources Ooh, say. That's bad. But Callahan signed an extension to remain in Cleveland. One Woo! of the best in the business stays put. So oh, good. Brian Call- or Bill Callahan staying right here. Right, as that's, offensive line coach. As offensive line coach. That's good. Right, Former that's- Nebraska head coach. Yes, indeed. Former Raiders head coach. How are things going over there, Bill Moose? Hey, listen, I I, I will tell you this. That That's outstanding. Yeah, it He's is. one of the guys on that staff where you can see where he clearly, clearly makes a difference and has been able to develop a number of guys into just top-notch, not just good offensive linemen, but top-notch around the league. You pay that man what he, he needs to – to have to stay. So did he sign the extension? Let me, is there a timeline here? He signed the extension after the Jets inquired and the Browns just said, hey, we want to keep you and he wants to stay. Is that is that what we're looking at here? I have no idea okay. besides the information that was put in front of me. Uh, let if, me do if, some digging. I'll see if I right, find If what you. I just laid out is the case, what's that say about the Browns and him wanting to stay? I mean, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, he is. If I, that's the case. I just think he's a miracle worker, man. I think he just, sometimes we see Players well, come in here. That Ethan could Posick be a- was the third-rated center in the NFL. Who was Wyatt Teller before we got exactly. right, there? You go. Yeah, I mean, that was the one that really jumps out. Yeah. And yeah, again, as a fan, you're sitting back watching that and saying, "This guy is a difference maker. He yeah. is a real difference maker." And there are, you know, there's tangible proof of it. And so, yeah, he gets an opportunity to maybe take a step up, and the Browns step right in. Uh, for the extension, if that's how it indeed worked out, mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense. You keep that guy. All right, hang on. Before we get to this, and you brought up your Nebraska Cornhuskers because you love them. Are you okay with Colorado being better than Nebraska moving forward here? Coach Prime is, like, landing all of these big-time recruits. Like, to me, I, it's funny. I still have trouble thinking of Nebraska being in the Big Ten. So, when I think of Colorado, Nebraska, that makes me think a little bit more. And I know that that was where your heart was for a long time. Yeah, it was. But I, I'm actually really glad that they have moved to the Big Ten, even though they right. it is not – you know, they have not fared well in the conference. It's the conference that I grew up watching. You know, we were growing up. You you didn't see every game. Yep. You right. saw a few national games and you watched Big Ten football. That's it. And and so that was the conference that I grew up around, of course, then being a Nebraska fan and, and you know, for the majority of my life to have them come back to the Big Ten, even though they get it handed to them year in and year out. It's still been it's still been fun watching them play those those teams. By the way, just to add to your Colorado coach prime better than yes. Nebraska. They played this year in Boulder. Yeah, they haven't Ooh. played since nineteen. Yeah, but they they play this rivalry. coming season. Oh, it was it was. Uh, I went to one. I went to a game in Boulder. It was. Um, I can't remember the year, but I also went to a Colorado Nebraska game where they were both. It was the year that Brooke Beringer Brooke Beringer was quarterbacking because Tommy Frazier had the blood clots. They won a oh, national yeah, championship that. that year 
and it was like number one against number three or number two. There were two top three teams playing in Lincoln, and uh, and Nebraska just completely. It was Cordell Stewart, uh, that group. Hmm. Uh, who was the big wide receiver they had? Charles Thompson, maybe? No. For yeah, Colorado? he was with Cordell Stewart. That sounds right. I'm just yeah. trying to get in the frame. Yeah. Frame there. It's all right. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. I just wanted to bring that up for you, too. I, I, <laughs> let me just – this is another weird little just tidbit off – because, I, I well, like, when we have conversations, they go in 50,000 different directions, and it would probably <laughs> – Poobah's head is going to explode. But you, you started talking about watching, you know, the Big Ten growing up. Jeff, I, and I know I brought this up on the show before. To me, it is mind-blowing with the number of dollars that they make on college football and putting it on television that when we were young – Ohio State games were on replay on WVIZ when we were young on PBS because they weren't broadcasting the games anywhere. But do you remember those days? No. You know they would reap the, the only way you could see I just an Ohio remember State them game on ABC. Oh, no, before that, like when I was a kid, that you would get the replay. Paul Warfield would do color. I can't remember who the play-by-play guy was at the time, mm-hmm. and they. I, I think they actually went back and did the play-by-play as they were putting the uh, the video in front of them. To do it, I like. I remember as a kid, like I always wanted to watch the Ohio State game, and they're like, "Oh, it's on WVIZ. It starts at eight o'clock or ten o'clock tonight." Are you kidding me? I know. And it, think it, about that money now. To Woo! where? Well, think about back when the, the Indians, they were only broadcasting 30, 40 games a year on TV. Right. Oh, it was a big deal when we went one fifty at Fox Sportsnet. Oh, it's that was gigantic. Because yeah. and then forty three had the over the air games, and then mm-hmm. prior to that, we had the. Uh, we had the uh, cable games now, and now we don't know what direction this thing's going in. I know. I mean, that's your world right now. Yeah. You know, we keep talking about you watch these mega deals that are going on. Also, during the pandemic, we learned that we can do games without actually being at the game. I don't like that. It, it takes. I mean, I, I think like when you do them, or I, you know, you know, guys who are pros that are sitting in front of a television monitor calling a professional game, you kind of don't know the difference because you're used to it. But I just I think that's bad, man. I don't like that at all. You know what? You know where it got difficult, and, and it wasn't difficult for me. But in talking to people, you know, around the league, is like when we would do a road game. So that, so the Rays are playing uh, the Yankees at in Yankee Stadium, and we're sitting in an empty Tropicana field in a in a booth with a giant monitor in front of yeah. us that are cut up into six different pictures. And nobody at home knows the difference, but you sure do. You yeah. sure do. Um, there are some sight line issues, but I'm a monitor guy. I like to go off the monitor w- when the pitch is delivered because I want to see what the pitch is, where the location is. If it's put into play, now my eyes go to the field, and you can follow it that way. So it was you couldn't really do that. You had to rely on the all nine camera that they right. gave you yeah. to be able to watch if the cutoff man was where he was supposed to be. If the outfielder got a good jump, you'd have to ask for replays rather quickly. But that wasn't the issue. The issue was in a big game in Yankee Stadium, you're sitting in Tropicana Field, one of six people there. The other people are your director, producer, engineer, and vi- audio video guy. That's it. You're the only people in the stadium. You had to create your own enthusiasm. And you and create your own excitement. Yeah, it, that was tougher to do. I, not me because I'm coffee and wired, so <laughs> it, I, it was all right for me. But talking to other guys, they're like, that was the tough thing of being remote, or maybe you're in a studio yeah. in a closet somewhere. Is is that sense of excitement not being at the ballpark with that ambient uh, noise and atmosphere? Uh, imagine cool. what it was like when they first started doing road games. And they were doing them off ticker tape. Oh, I mean, can you imagine what that was like back in the day? These the golden age of broadcasting on the radio, where guys would be sitting in a studio looking at a bubble that was giving off ticker tape that would just say "ball strike." Ronald Reagan did games like that. Isn't that it's crazy? Yeah. Um, I, I can't believe I can't. Uh, the longtime 
Uh, Tiger's guy. Ernie Harwell. Ernie Harwell. Like, so when you were playing, I had a chance to meet him. And my dad used to tell me all these stories about listening to games here where he could hear the games live out of Detroit where Ernie was there. And then was it Jack Graney was here doing the games in yeah. Cleveland? And he would do them off the ticker tape. And my, I don't know how, but my dad, they had two radios at the time. My dad would go upstairs and he'd listen to it live. And then he'd go downstairs and my grandfather would be sitting down there and he'd be listening to the Indians broadcast and he'd be doing it off ticker tape and it would be like two innings behind. And my dad would tell him what was going to happen. You know, it was great. But I mean, th- those... win some money that way, baby. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Boy, does that, does that open the door for some creative license, too? Oh, if for sure. Just, oh, yeah. you, I mean, you can really you can do anything you want. Well, they had yeah. a sound effects guy in the room, right? Hitting that stick. Yeah, but playing fake fans in the back if you're listening to it. And the only information you're getting is off a of ticker tape. That's beautiful. I mean, think about how much stuff you have in front of you right now. They would have killed for any of that yeah, stuff. I, yeah, first and foremost, the game. I mean, the game was in, is in front of us right, right now. I mean, that is, uh, that's an incredible achievement. All right, we're, I have a feeling we're going to sneak in one game per segment. Let's go to the next game, Dan. <laughs> All right. As we get to our one game per segment, the next yes. one on the list will be the Saturday Nighter on Fox. It is the New York Giants versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I love watching the Giants, A, due to the fact that their entire offense is basically like, hey, let's put all of our best players on the field, and it's going to be four running backs and one wide receiver, and we'll just make it work, and we'll come up with some different stuff. But I just think the Eagles are too much to handle. We'll start with Andy on this one. Um, I'm going to stay with my Kelsey uh, feelings here. You got Travis? Yeah, shocker. Oh, Ty? Uh, Travis looking good in Kansas City, and then we'll go Jason in Philadelphia. Again, you go back and look at last week's games. I think only one road team won all weekend. Is that right? I think that was right. Only one of the road teams won last weekend. I think home field advantage makes a difference in some of this stuff. I know New York's not that far away from Philly, and I really just want the Giants to lose because I don't want to hear anything from Puba. He's a huge Giants fan. Well, okay, can Daniel Jones, I, I won't even say build off of what he did last week because he was sensational. He was so really you good. know that he's yeah. playing with ran a ton up, of confidence. Well. Yes, I mean, 300 plus, 75 mm-hmm. plus uh, on the running side. No, can he, you know, maintain that confidence going into this game? The, the thing that would concern me if I'm an Eagles fan, two things. Number one, they've got to get off to a fast start. You, you don't want to get that Eagle crowd you know, a little right. sketchy, a little bit uh, on edge. So they need to have a quick start. And also, think about the last time that the Eagles, with a full, healthy roster, played a meaningful game. I mean, they haven't played together in over a month. You know, we talked about Deshaun True. Watson. You know, after yeah. two years, he's not going to come back and just step in and be this, you know, it's not going to be that easy for him. And we we saw that play out. Now, this is a little bit different, but Jalen Hurts is the shoulder back. Is Lane Johnson completely healthy? We won't know that until the game starts. You know, if you're not seeing, you know, uh, Hurts taking off on some designed runs yeah. and putting his body out there, then maybe that shoulder's bothering bothering him more than it than it looks. And at the same time, they haven't played as a full roster unit in in over a month. So how sharp are they going to be early? They've been a fun team to pay attention to, and love that they brought in AJ Brown. He's a tremendous wide receiver, and I. It goes back to the Kansas City-Jacksonville thought. Eagles were so good all year long. It would be a shame, and nothing against Puba and any Giant fan. It would be a shame if the Eagles don't advance. So I hope they do, and I think they will. In that hiring cycle, guys, the two hires that everybody made fun of, one of them was Dick Sirianni because he had that press conference that meant absolutely nothing, was just filled with nothing but buzzwords and bizarre 
analogies. And nobody really knew who he was. And this guy. I can sit up here and give you coach speak all day long. I can give you, uh, you know, hey, we're going to win this many games. But uh, none of that matters, and you guys don't want to hear it anyway. You've had enough of that <laughs> So, excuse my language. That guy. One of them Our on the verge Dan of being Campbell. in the playoffs, and the yeah. other one with the best record in the NFC. Yep. Maybe I, I was covering my kneecaps when I listened to him. I, I well, I, that's what kneecaps. I thought you were going with. Yeah, I thought you were going with the kneecap bite, too. Sorry. Are you calling for the kneecap bite? I am calling for Oop, it, yes. No clip. Nope. Thought we had a clip. Nope. Okay. Every day, every hour, every segment. That's what I live with. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't get old. Stewie no, doesn't ever get old. Never. Never. Uh, we've got we've got a bunch of them and that stuff. All right, Andy, by request because BA's here. We're gonna kick you in the teeth. Thank you. All right, and, and when you punch us back, we're gonna smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're gonna get up. And on the way up, we're gonna bite a kneecap off. All right. <laughs> we're gonna bite a knee and he says it. We're gonna bite a kneecap off, all right? Is there anything more football than that press conference? Did you play football? That was the no, best. I wasn't allowed. Oh, really? It was not it was allowed. He's a pitcher. Listen, shoulders, football, not good. And, and the Would thing, you do that to your kids? No. You'd let no, them play because it, right? it bothers me to this day. It bothers me to this day. I think I was better at football. Well, because your parents wouldn't let you play or yes. because the baseball coach didn't want you no, to play? No, parents. That's the same way. My mom wouldn't let me play football. She'd let me play every other sport. She wouldn't let me play football. Yeah. Well, I, and I think, well, it was, it was, you know, baseball had started to gain traction well before that, you know, and, and they, and I was small. I was always small. Running back. I know. I d- don't get Major me League don't get Pitcher. Me Let's not pull the band aid off here because it sorry. still bothers me. Major League Pitcher. Yeah. Yes, it worked out well, but I still would have loved to have played. Professional athlete transcends. Hey. If he's not a major league pitcher, he's sitting here doing this without being the background of a major league pitcher. <laughs> is that what you would have been? making what we make instead of what he makes. <laughs> is that where you would have gone sports talk if you didn't? What would you have done? Journalist? Uh, no. Uh, if, if, if baseball would not have worked out, I would have ended up in law school. Ah, I could see that. Could oh you my imagine God, being you at the be other a table? Great lawyer. Oh, I, you'd be awesome in the courtroom. Your Honor, I understand they walked into the shop with a gun and took all the money out, but don't let the video fool you. Okay, just because he put his hand in the cash register doesn't mean that he really took the money. And you'd buy it. Just create doubt. Theatrics. A high left high left finger. Yes. I'm still waiting for that. I want that giveaway for a Rays game someday. Is that, you know that you got the foam finger, the yes. power awesome. finger? Yeah. Well, I, I had at one point, someone had made up a fake Twitter account. And I think it was called BA's Power Finger or something because whenever I've been on camera, you know, you get the microphone in the right hand and that left hand, that that handle start to come up and start going. And I thought, what a perfect giveaway! The foam finger with the yeah, Guards that, Fest coming up yeah. this weekend. Brian Anderson will be there, and hopefully, you will be too to say hi to BA. Uh, he's still with us for the rest of the hour. We've gone through two games. We've got two more games to go through when it comes to the NFL. Plus, we'll talk about some other stuff as Slowest well. Slowest rapid fire ever. This yeah. is like musket fire. Let's it's draw not- it out some more. <laughs> Time to find out how smart of a sports fan you are. Sounds like there's going to be a lot of – I mean, if you want to go online, you can look at this. The Guardians have it. But I'm looking at some of the alumni that will be there just because Brian's sitting here. Paul Ossenmacher, Sam McDowell, and Charlie Nagy will be probably in the room with you. I, I always wanted to ask you this, and uh, I was always curious – did you ever collect stuff of the guys you played with? Like, no. Do you have anything signed? No. Anyone ever ask you for anything? Uh, no. I mean, no. I mean, not not that maybe here or there, but nothing. There wasn't like a stream of uh, I, I need a Brian Anderson signed anything. Right. <laughs> you know, I, no, that that was not the case. But at the same time, I didn't do it either. I, I just have never been a memorabilia guy. I think it's one of those things. Now I look back on it, and I wish I had more. 
Right. Because when I when I you know moved into the house down in Florida and brought everything from from up here that had been in storage, I don't really have much hanging out in the house either. Right. I'm not a big. I don't need so a you, man cave with my stuff all over the wall. You could walk into your house and nobody would know you pitched in the major leagues. If you went into the office and saw a World Series trophy, probably then. But if you did not go into my office, you would not have a clue. Yeah. You would not have a clue. I believe it. Um. And and all this stuff is still in boxes. But I you know have when it was being moved in and pulling it into the garage, I had peeked and gone through some of it oh, and here came it is. across stuff yes. I never knew I had. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing. Kind of reliving 20 years ago, 25 years ago, articles you didn't even know were written that, cool. that were put together. Because I never collected that stuff. My, my grandparents, my grandmother, and my parents, they put together all these scrapbooks that I've never seen. Really? That's, never. That's cool. I've never seen. So yeah. now I'm flipping through and going, no way. Where'd did, you find this? Did hey, kids, look, dad was something. Yeah, they, they don't care. They, I mean, they do not care at all, the older ones or the younger ones, especially the younger ones. Harper and Baker, they're just like, what? Well, yeah, dad. Great, dad. Did you really play? Why are you going to every baseball game? That's probably what they're thinking. Like, it's, yeah, you're you going to, go to baseball? Every... Although, I'm going to tell you what. My, my little daughter, Harper, who is seven years old, probably weighs about 38 pounds. Unbelievable little athlete. Her body control is absolutely incredible. She played coach pitch baseball this past fall, and she'll play again in the spring. Um, unbelievable. Brian, she she you, really you, is. And, and tonight, she's got her first Friday Night Lights Under Armour flag football game. Oh, wow. I think she's the only girl in the league. But she's going to have her uh, braided pigtails, eye black, ready to go. Just to give you a, a tip, when you do coach pitch, the idea is to not get them out. Just so <laughs> yeah. you know, as a major league pitcher. Don't no. don't throw high and tight, okay? You've, you've got to <laughs> find you find their swing path and you throw into it. Uh, Let's not sell your older daughter short. She's pretty damn good volleyball. Player. Oh, Rilo, yeah, yeah. No, she heck. I, but outside of the knee, you know that she right. hurt last spring uh, playing lacrosse, and she really she was very good at volleyball. Loved volleyball. The problem was, you know, she was five one. So very limited. You know, volleyball, you, you've got a ceiling, a literal ceiling. If you're 5'1", you're going to be a libero or a, or a DS. Right. And I think that she Wait, saw... Wait, can you explain that? Because I don't think people know what that Defensive is. specialist. Right. Um, or a libero is like... Setter, kind of? You're like, yeah. yeah you're like the do it all. Line, you're, right? When you go to a volleyball, it's the it's the girl on the court, the different color jersey. Right. Who just doesn't come off the floor and kind of controls short. the action. And by the way... They, shorter yeah. sometimes, and yeah, but, sometimes. but can control everything. Yeah. Unbelievable hand-eye The convention center where you'll be tomorrow was packed with volleyball for the last two weeks. I can't even... I mean, kudos to the Cleveland Sports Commission, whoever brings that in, man. There were a lot of games here. Like, these gigantic volleyball fests. Um, th- this is the other question I was going to ask you about memorabilia. Is there a Brian Anderson bat? Like, did you ever have a custom bat made for you? you oh use, yeah. Or do you use other guys? Yeah, I don't think it's out there. I don't think you could find it. Do you guys still have one? Oh yeah, I've got a, I've got a box. I still have a box of bats <laughs> that are are fresh. I mean, these are like take them out and use them. That's awesome. I yeah. figured they'd be in the same place as Travis Hafner's glove. Same place, your bats, his glove. Yeah, in, in a bat closet somewhere, <laughs> never to be used again. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's beautiful. All right, and then the other one, I thought if you had one jersey hanging up or one thing that was special to you, you said the World Series. I figured that maybe either uh, your first Indians jersey or your World Series jersey from the uh, from the D-backs. Yes, no? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I've got a couple of them that are, that are you know, framed, but they're not up. And so, you know, maybe someday we'll, we'll do that, but I just have not – I've not had that inkling to, to create this, this 
shrine to yourself. I, right. Mm-hmm. It seems weird to me. Yeah. And now listen, when I see it in other guys, you go to their homes or you see it on TV with all these Zooms that people are doing, yeah. it looks awesome and it's really cool. And you're yeah. like, boy, what a great idea. I just have never had that inkling to do that. Yeah. I just I just haven't. All right, Garth's there's, there's nothing sports in my house either. Not uh, our basement has a lot of stuff, but it's pretty cool. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Uh, let's go back to who? Not rapid fire, as Dan said, musket fire. As we go through the <laughs> NFL, here we go. Let's games. do this another is game, game number three. It's taken us forty-five minutes to get through these games. Here we go. This is the this is the finest we've ever done this bit. Pull. All right, so the 3 o'clock Sunday game. By the way, for all of you out there, get all of your stuff around the house done Saturday early because this Sunday slate is phenomenal. Uh, Bengals at Buffalo Bills, the rematch of the DeMar Hamlin game, sadly, 3 o'clock on Sunday. This is tough, gentlemen. This is going to be a lot of fun to pay attention to. Yeah, we haven't started with B.A. yet, so B.A., We'll start with you. What are your thoughts on this game? You're our counselor. You know what? I I think that the Buffalo Bills at times can play some sloppy football. You know, Josh Allen getting a little bit sloppy with his play. I think, obviously, he's going to tighten that up. But I think Ken Dorsey, you know, has encouraged him to be a little bit more risque than than Brian Dayball was with with him the the, the previous season. So that'll be something to watch. I would love to go with the Bengals, you know, playing with a chip on their shoulder. They feel like maybe if they would have beat the Bills in that big game, this game would be in Cincinnati. They're not getting it. My only caveat and my problem with all this, three starting offensive linemen out for the Bengals. I think that's going to make Joe Burrow – and I know that he was able to win a game last year against the Titans, getting sacked eight or nine times in that in that big time game with the Titans being the number one seed. You will not be able to do that against the Bills, and I think there's just too much firepower coming at him. I agree completely. The idea of of T. Higgins though, and and Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase, that's really tough for a Bills defense. But I think they, I think the Bills get on that field, and Stephon Diggs is going to have a big game. And I wouldn't be surprised if James Cook doesn't have a little bit of a bust out for Buffalo, too. He's really been coming on. I I would think Buffalo wins that game. But, man, that's going to be one heck of a game to watch. really Uh, is. I think this is going to be a good game. I do think that you brought up the point, though, about the Bengals' Achilles heel for the last two years. It's been the offensive line, and that's that's what's caused them problems. I love Joe Burrow, and I got to tell you, I think this is going to be a close game. Break down the stretch. Oh, I don't know if he knows or not. If he wants to, he can find out. I'll be happy to tell him. I still think it is absolutely mind-blowing that you go back to Halloween for the last loss for the Bengals. Isn't that crazy? Were their last loss. And, and okay, we're not supposed to like them. Right? They're in our division. I think they're a very likable team. I think they're a really likable team. I And I really enjoy watching them play. I really do. Did you, were you bitter when you went to Wright State about the Bengals? Were you a yes. big Okay, I, just, yeah, I wonder no, how that we, plays. We, we, Cincinnati in general. First yes. of all, they always seem to produce better prep baseball players than the Cleveland area did. You think about all the players yeah. over the years yeah. from Cincinnati. And then when I went down there in the fall of 90, the Cincinnati Reds, the Nasty Boys, Dibble and Charlton, that group was huge. And so being 45 minutes away from Cincinnati, you got it absolutely shoved down your throat. And being a <laughs> Cleveland guy, I didn't like it. Not, not in the least. So it's still easy for you to root against them, right? It, it is, but you two are absolutely right. There is not the venom for this mm-hmm. team no. like you have for the Ravens no. or for the Steelers. No. You know, that's kind of built in, you know, caked in. This Bengals team, as much as you'd love to hate them, yeah. 
I Chris, mean, you, you want to beat them, yeah. but they're 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 a likable group. Absolutely, and, you know, man. led by Joe Burrow and and uh, the whole cigar thing. Is it that? Is it just the cigar and the wardrobe that does it for everybody with him? No, is I it, love the football. I I, I love the way they play, man. And I, I think, think it's he's... the fact that his offensive line is perpetually banged up, and he's taking sacks left and right, and he just gets right back up and throws another deep ball down to Jamar Chase on one on one coverage. I mean, he was lucky to be walking after that first season. Let's be honest. They're, I mean, he got destroyed. Just, they're really good and they're fun to watch. And I, I love the fact because our team hasn't done it. Hey, we have Tyler Boyd. Let's bring in T. Higgins. Hey, we have Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Oh, Let's about, bring in Jamar uh, Chase. I mean, they do come the things on, we man. want the Browns to do oh. when it comes to wide receiver. I don't think there's any question. Plus, they've never been scared to draft Buckeyes, too. I know that, that might not mean anything to Jeff. Maybe, or you know else. what? Maybe that's what they it is. They have never been scared to draft Seems Buckeyes. Yeah. Whereas it always seemed like you're like, oh, they play for Ohio State. I don't know if I really want them. I, I don't know why that is. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? It's always been kind of bring this... in golden flashes. Come on, man. I mean, stick to. Sure, the we've had some good Buckeyes along the way. Josh Cripps did wonders for you. There you go. I don't know. I just don't feel it anymore. All right, are we? Are we? Do we have to hold the last? Game? Yeah, we do. Look at that. Musket fire Once lives again, on. Musket fire reigns supreme. Everybody stop and reload for a while. Well, the drama's just been building all show. That's I know. The... I can feel because we have one more game to go. And by the way, that game, uh, according oh. to ESPN, the most expensive tickets uh, available for the yeah. weekend. So I'm just looking game. at this. Uh, tickets as low as you want to guess Dallas, San Francisco, hundred and twenty-five bucks. Tickets as low as oh, in San Francisco, which by the way was the cheapest ticket, ticket for last week. Tickets as low as three fifty. Three fifty. Menigan, you want a shot at this? I have ESPN pulled up in front of me, so I will hold back. Uh, <laughs> tickets as cheap as three hundred ninety-nine. The cheapest ticket of the weekend is where <laughs> of the four games, according to ESPN. Uh, Kansas City. Kansas City, that is correct. Huh. What's the football? I mean, I, you know, I, football out there is huge. I mean, because you shared the same parking shared lot. Shared the same parking the lot. Well, Kansas City probably has the, and I hate to, to, to say this, I do not mean to disparage the, the great Clevelanders that come out, Muni lot, and all the different lots around town, to tailgate. Kansas City, I think, has the best tailgate in the NFL. For two reasons. Number one, you can never go wrong with Kansas City Barbecue. Yep. And number two, all their tailgaters are in the same spot. Imagine Muni Lot, and Muni Lot was all of Cleveland tailgating. Because th- those two stadiums are out in the middle of nowhere in Kansas City. And yeah. so the parking lot is beyond massive. That's where everybody parks. That's where all the tailgates happen. It's all together. Wow. Gates Barbecue, overrated, underrated. That was the big one. Like when you would go from the plaza over to the ballpark, you'd always pass that one. And I'll never forget it because I'll never forget walking into the clubhouse and Matt Lawton was sitting there eating barbecue from there. And I swear he had barbecue all over his face. And he looked at me and was like, and he had a ton in front of me. He goes, Andy, what's up? And I was like, I'm all right. <laughs> you can't, you can't. After uh, Matt slobbered all over. <laughs> I was like, he had barbecue all over his face. I was like, I'm, I'm all right. I'm good. Yeah, it's nice. But Kansas City barbecue is. I mean, I know everybody's got their flavor. You right. Know, Carolina, Texas, spicy, all these different different. I'm a Kansas City barbecue guy, and it's hard to be overrated out there. It's hard to screw it up. Nice. Right, 15 seconds. Best stakes in Major League Baseball there, Kansas City? Tough. Good. Yeah. I mean, they, listen, Kansas City knows how to do beef. Ste- yes, they do. Yes. And barbecue. All right, but if you were to get one steak in Major League Baseball, what city would it be in, and what would you get? Ooh, it would probably be Del Frisco's in Midtown Manhattan. Oh, really? Yeah, just for the atmosphere. For today. 97 bucks a steak. The, the <laughs> highest grossing restaurant in the United States as of about two or three years ago. And you've left a lot of money there. Oh, yeah. Okay, making sure. We've got one more game to go. And uh, 
We've got a lot of things to talk about, but first, Jeff has this. Time to find 30 seconds for this. Musket fire. Go ahead, Dan. All right, the last shot. Dallas at San Francisco, the 630 start on Fox. This is the marquee game of it. Dallas is playing good ball, guys, and at some point – all right, this is my question for you. We'll start with Jeff at the single BA and then Andy to finish this one off. Does the Brock Purdy shine wear off at some point, or is this legit? I I think he's pretty good. I don't think it's like a fluky thing. Now, does he ever elevate and become big time? I don't know if he does that. But he's pretty darn solid. And in that offense, all he has to do is what's asked of him. You know, they run the ball so well, B.A., and you got Debo. You know, I mean, you've got some talent there. You got George McCaffrey. Kittle, you got, yeah. Well, and you, yeah, with McCaffrey and Eli Mitchell. I mean, you've got guys that – You've got an offense, yeah. and Purdy just goes in and drives it. My, my hope in this game, Brett Maher makes about five field goals. I'd kind of like I, – I, if I had to pick, I'd like to see the Niners win, but I want to see Maher have a good game. That would be awful, man. That guy was just – you missed five. Nebraska five guy. Extra, yeah. Nebraska you missed guy. five straight extra nice points. Job, you <laughs> kicker. Nice job. <laughs> that is too good. That Your is. Turn. You know what? I, I Listen, I – and what is that? You, all the what you were talking about—the playmakers, the offense, Brock yeah. Purdy just doing his job, yeah, not making the big mistake. I know where you're the, going. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan. You know when Kyle Shanahan was calling plays here in Cleveland, oh. it wasn't the greatest of teams, but but they put some points on the board. Mm-hmm. I mean, his system works, and it works very very well. However, I'm going Cowboys. I am going yeah. Cowboys because I think Brock Purdy for the first time is going to see people that are all over him. He has not seen that. You, you look at the teams they've beaten, and I don't care. It's 11 in a row. I get it. This is not college football. But he's not going to have ever faced the pressure, Micah Parsons and yeah. crew, coming after him like this weekend. I may be completely wrong. I probably will be completely wrong. But I got the Cowboys in that game. And, you know, the coaching genius of Mike McCarthy, too, will. Oh, this is going to drive him nuts. He's going to go crazy. Um, does this not feel He'll like. a sandwich while his two coaches do all this work. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Go get a massage. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sorry, but this story, I know you guys are. Oh, here comes the story. No, I just think that this smells a lot like Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I mean, you got a guy that no one expected to be quarterback. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget. I mean, Drew Bledsoe was a pretty damn good quarterback before he decided to go to Tom Brady. And it feels like that story is coming back again. I'll, I'll, I'll take it a step further. Tom Brady was the backup. Brock was quarterback three. Garoppolo or Lance, right? Garoppolo and then Brock Purdy. So yeah. he's not even the backup. He was QB three yeah. doing this. Doesn't it have that little and bit of a? Trade, it's got that flavor. You traded up for Trey Lance. Are you even going to let him compete for the gig next year? If it's, can't. If it's, I don't. I agree with can't. you. Can't. Especially if they win. Yes. If they keep winning, I mean. All right, there it is. All right, we'll knock this out real quick. To our Twitter mentions, powered by Shiba Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 